Hello and welcome to this episode of the Online Course Creator Show. I'm Lou Blakely, your host, online marketing coach and online course creator. Now I'm sure you've seen the trend on social media recently as we switch into the new year of the what's in and what's out for 2024. So I thought today I'd do a special version on the podcast relating specifically to online course creators. So I'm going to cover what's in for online course creators in 2024, what's out for online course creators, and my advice on what to focus on for the coming year based on what I noticed in 2023 being behind the scenes within multiple launches. Now, before I get into this topic, I just wanted to mention that this is the second episode of a two-part mini-series. Part one is called 2023 Wrapped, Online Course Creators Edition, and I recommend to check it out before this one. So if you've just tuned in and you haven't listened to that one yet, do go back and listen to that one first and then come back to this one because there are themes that carry on between the two. Now, with that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so ins. I'm going to go through the ins first. (laughs) What's in for 2024 as an online course creator? I definitely think lower cost digital products. I've noticed that e-books are becoming popular again, which is awesome. And I didn't think that would happen, to be honest. It's been a while since they have been popular. And I'm talking about paid e-books here, like low cost e-books, not free ones, like not as a freebie to build your list, but rather a low cost paid e-book. This is a great way to actually get more leads into your business that have already paid a small amount. And also, I feel like when I buy an ebook that is um, that I have to pay for, I actually sit down and I go through the whole thing. Whereas if it's free, it's like something I a lot of the time don't even look at. So low-cost digital products, there's so many different, there's so many different options here from templates to like just solving a little micro problem or a mini course like there's so many different options but the key here is to use lower cost digital products as part of your overall offer suite so that it's not your main product but it leads into the high cost products within your business like your signature courses and even if you have coaching programs and all of that kind of stuff so it's just a way for people to get into your world to pay a small amount and get a small amount of value or a big amount of value and, you know, hopefully move on to the higher priced options in your business. Now, the other in that I think is important is signature courses being offered at a higher price point. So I think that the prices of signature programs have definitely gone up considerably like it's pretty normal now for a really thorough online course to cost two thousand dollars plus so I think we're going to see that continue and don't downplay if you're you know offering a signature online course which is a very thorough program then don't downplay the value of that and make sure you're pricing it accordingly and you know I think I think we're going to see more of this in 2024. What else is in is offer suites that are set up to reach your revenue goals and also help your customers to reach their goals in line with what they need at 
each stage as they move from the problem that they're experiencing to the transformation that they want to achieve. So what I mean by this, an office suite is like you have your your free content, like say a podcast, blog, your social media, then the next stage is you have your low-cost digital products, and then you maybe have a mini course, and then you can have a signature program, and then at the top of your office suite you could have a like high-touch coaching program. Okay, so what's in is actually strategically crafting these so that you know how many people you need in each one to hit your revenue goals that you actually want to achieve in 2024. This doesn't mean going and creating them all at once. I'd definitely start with one, get that up and running, and then move on to the next one and the next one. If you take that like strategic approach, before you know it, you will have a range of different products in your business that can easily get you to the revenue goals you want, but can also really help people at different stages in your audience, like with what they need help with. Okay. Another in cohort based courses with support. So this isn't a group coaching program. I just wanted to make that distinction. I feel like people often get the two confused. And I actually did an entire series on this on the podcast from episode 10 through to episode 14 where I went through all of the different types of digital products. So I cover signature online courses, monthly memberships, mini courses and group coaching programs and I have an episode actually dedicated to each one that tells you all about what that model is or what that type of digital product is. So I recommend if you're unsure Go and listen to that. I will link it in the show notes for you, which you can access from the description for wherever you're listening to this podcast. Definitely check those out if you're unsure, because I think that different types can work better for different businesses, and it's important to know which one suits you. But the distinction with a signature course with support, so a cohort-based one, which means that it starts on a certain date and a group moves through it together and then you can provide support during that time. So it could be that you do Q&As, you could do office hours, you could have a weekly class that they're required to turn up to and you teach, you're actually teaching the content live as well as you know that potentially being also available in the course platform. So That, I think, is something that we're going to see more of that you could potentially look at adding into your business because people are really craving more hands-on support. Now, a group coaching program, just to distinguish it quickly, is more like you're actually coaching people through their issues, you're giving feedback, you're um, running calls more so than you are relying on what you're teaching inside of a online course portal like the curriculum there can be curriculums that go along with it but group coaching is a lot more intensive and a lot higher price point okay whereas with a signature course in a cohort style there is support but it's more like a Facebook group you ask questions in there and it's more that Q&A style when you're not looking at their their work and you're not giving feedback and you're not having one-on-one calls and all of that kind of stuff okay so just to keep that separate or just to explain the difference between the two but I think cohort based courses are a really wise decision in 2024. So what's in for 2024 is definitely more AI. I think we'll see this whole all these AI tools become more sophisticated 
And I think there will probably be the need to pay if you want to get the better output. And I really think that it's important to get better at using it in ways that work for you. Um, I think that there are better ways to use AI than what a lot of people are using it for. Um, Just using it for copy and that kind of thing. I actually don't think it's that great at that because we can all tell when it's written by AI, but it's better at the moment for researching, getting AI to create a plan for you, like a travel plan or something like that. Um, I've heard of people using AI to be their personal coach, which is quite cool. And it's also really great if you are stuck like creatively and you can't get moving. I heard a saying the other day, and I couldn't agree more with this, it's that AI helps you go from stuck to started. But it's not the final result, though. Like We still need to use our human brain to make sure that what we're putting out there is amazing. So I think that we're going to see AI, like people get better at using it this year, which is, to be honest, going to be really great. So what's in? Definitely longer form content. So things like podcasts, YouTube, longer ways to build a relationship with people. I think that the short form video content that we've got on TikTok and Reels is all well and good, but there are a lot of people who are really sick of it. I still think that short form video content is going to be massive, but I think, you know, there are alternatives. And actually, even if you are doing the short form video content, it's also a really good idea to have that longer form type stuff. And also I should include blogs and that. And the great thing about like podcasts YouTube and blogs, especially YouTube and blogs, they can get found on the search engines a lot for a lot longer. So, you know, with a social media post, you can expect activity within like 24 hours and then it kind of dies off unless you're going viral. Whereas with a longer form content, you can get found or people still listening to it a long time later. So I can see with my podcast that people are listening to some of my first episodes now, which is crazy because. This podcast is nearly two years old and people are still listening to the earlier episodes. I've also had quite a few people tell me that they've started at the start and they're just working their way through the episodes, which is something that I never really expected. But it just goes to show that that longer form content has a lot more staying power and you can also build a much deeper relationship with people, right? So I think that that's in for 2024. I also think that this year people are going to get really strategic about their place on social media and not getting caught so much up in the trends. So I think 2023 saw us getting super obsessed with trends and feeling like people have to be on platforms that they don't necessarily want to be on, but they're there to maybe like just show their face, to be remembered, to make sure they're not forgotten kind of thing. But I think what's in for this year is to really make the best use of your time. So where do you want to spend your time online? Where do you get the most reach? It could actually be looking at reducing your time on one platform that you maybe in the past feel like you've had to be on, but you don't really enjoy. Or, And it could mean just focusing on another platform and then ditching the rest. Or it could be spending less time on social media altogether and looking at alternatives like YouTube, Pinterest and SEO, like with blogs and that kind of thing. So to sum that one up, I think what's in for this year is being very strategic and mindful about what works for you with social media. What 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 amount of your life do you actually want to show up there? As a business owner, there are 
other places to be spending our time, right? We don't want to be on social media all day. So how can you be smarter with your use of social media and actually get more bang for your buck? So what's in is more connection, more retreats, more in-person opportunities and, you know, catering to this desire that people have to really connect with people on a deeper level. If you can bring some more of that stuff into your business, maybe with your courses, but also as extra products, then I think that's a really good move. And another thing that is in is putting your blinders on and focusing on your goals, not worrying about what your competitors are doing, what the internet is doing as a whole, and really just looking at your goals, creating that offer suite that's going to hit your goals and then just go for it. That is when you really succeed, is when you blank out all the noise, you put your blinders on and you just go for it. So with that, that's what's in. This is what I think is what's out. I feel like master resale rights, and I talked about this a lot in the last episode and I'm not going to go into it again, is out for the majority. If you're not already on that bandwagon and you're just starting up, I think it's too late. So yeah, I think that's out. What else is out? Definitely vanilla offers that are similar to what's already out there. I think the point of being able to point out how you are different is so vital. I think that people want to connect with people more. They want to know your backstory. They want to know your personality, that kind of thing. They don't necessarily just want to buy from anyone anymore. People want to know what you're about. And if you just have an offer that's similar to everyone else's, that's maybe similar, like something that's been around for a long time now, then you will probably struggle. So vanilla offers are out. I also think that the one offer only model is out. This may be a controversial one. There'll be people that definitely disagree with me on this. But I think given that where we are right now in the world, you definitely relying on one single offer to fuel your entire business is not a great move. I think that having offers at different price points is key. Now, I'm not saying go out and create multiple offers at once. Like I mentioned before, I definitely think that it's really important to focus on getting one up and running, then move on to the next once that's working well. But like start with one, but look at how you can strategically create an offer suite with multiple offers. So I think that one offer only model is out the door. And also we can say goodbye to shiny object syndrome this year. No more switching coaches every time you get a little bit grumpy when one of them calls you out for something. No more like looking over the fence at the new tactic of some um, something that you saw an expert talking about, you know, and you ditch everything that you're doing and you go and focus on that. So no more chasing tactics and just kind of thinking the grass is greener on the other side. Like this really goes along with the get your blinders on. So no more shiny object syndrome. We are done with that. Okay, it's time to back ourselves, focus on what we want and go for it. So those are my ins and outs. Just to recap on those, the ins are lower cost digital products, signature courses being offered at a higher price point, offer suites that are set up to reach your revenue goals and also help your customers to reach their goals, cohort-based courses with support, more sophisticated AI and becoming more skilled at using AI, longer form content like blogs, podcasts and YouTube. When it comes to social media, becoming a lot more conscious of where you're spending your time and where you're getting like return on your time. 
looking at how you can add more connections into your current programs and maybe create new offers, you know, around that, like retreats and in-person things. And blind is on focusing on your goals and really blocking out the rest, okay? And the outs, master resale rights is out for the majority. Vanilla offers are out. The one offer only model is out. And shiny object syndrome, we can kick that out the door. We don't want that anymore. So now here's what I recommend that you focus on for the coming year. I definitely believe that you need to create an offer suite that is structured to hit your revenue goals while providing the right kind of support for your clients. So this means that you have the right offers for the right people at the right time for when and relates to what they want. Like they actually need to want these offers, right? And the great thing about this is that then you'll be set up to hit your revenue goal. So if you're thinking right now, well, there's no way that I can hit this revenue goal from this low cost digital product I've got. Well, you're probably right. So, you know, what higher cost products can you add? It's about having things at different price points. I definitely think that right now it's a really good idea to have things in your business at different price points. I also think that this year it's time to make sure that your offer is very irresistible and make sure that your customers actually want it, not need it. Like we are very good at prescribing to people because we know from our experience what actually helps them, what will help them, what they're missing, what they're doing wrong, how they can achieve their goals. But they don't necessarily want to do that thing or they might think it's too hard or that they aren't actually capable of doing that. So what do they want? They probably want the easier option, right? So get to know what they actually say. If you said to your customer, what do you want to achieve this year? What would they say? Not what would you tell them that they need because they're two completely different things. So get really tuned into the market, have conversations with as many people as possible with what, and, you know, like look online and see what people are saying. Go to Facebook groups that are really active where people are asking questions all the time and just start mining all of this data. Like you've got so much information out there of what people are saying and really hear what they're saying when you ask them, what do you want? And use this to make your current offer even more irresistible or actually creating an, an offer or an online course that people actually really, you know, is going to sell really well because it connects with what people are looking for. I think this year it's going to be really important to look at ways to build more connection with the people in your programs, but also your followers as well. Like really using storytelling and letting them behind the scenes and letting people get to know you more is important so that you can build that connection and people actually want to work with you instead of someone else. This year I would also recommend to review your prices of your online courses and group coaching programs and look at whether what you're offering is valued at the price that you're offering it at or you could push it up. I think that we're at a point in time where the online course market has reached mainstream status like everyone has taken an online course. Probably not everyone, but a lot of people, right? People do value them a lot if they are something that people want, right? And they get the results and they know that it's got a good reputation. So make sure you're actually pricing your online courses well. And also don't forget that everything has gone up in the last year due to inflation and your courses can do the same just because you may have lower costs 
or um, that's not necessarily true for everyone. But if you have lower costs, does not mean that you can't charge a good market price for your course. So make, make sure that you're charging good prices for your online courses and group coaching programs, especially if you've already proven that there's a demand for them, right? This year, I also recommend you look at getting the right support in your business, like delegate those boring tasks, get the right software that's going to help you grow. And this doesn't necessarily mean building a team. It could be just that when you are doing those tasks that you find boring and you really dislike them or you get stuck, they're not your zone of genius at all and you have to go off and research how to do things, just go to Fiverr or Upwork and ask someone in there to do it and pay them a small amount and get it done. I definitely think that 2024 is the year to get these things off your plate because that stuff just holds you back not only from a time perspective but also energetically. Like I know that stuff makes me super grumpy, so just get rid of it. You don't need to be doing all of that stuff, especially like the $10 an hour tasks. Now, my next piece of advice for this coming year is huge, and I don't think enough people understand this, and that is like don't focus on one launch. Instead, realize that the online course model is about building a brand, creating awareness, getting visible, and actually doing multiple launches, then watch it all accumulate. I think putting all all of your hope and dreams into one launch right now is not a good move. I think look at your year, plan out exactly when you want to do your launches, how many launches you're going to do. And people always ask me this question is, well, what do I do in between launches? And, you know, grow your list for sure. But also, if you have more than one product, you can be selling stuff in between times, especially those lower cost digital products, okay? So don't focus on one launch that's definitely out. <laughs> and like I said before, I, and I think this is for any year, but if you're finding that you're unfocused, you're always looking over the fence and thinking something's better over there, then, you know, maybe this year you do totally put your blinders on and focus on what you want and go for your goals, create that offer suite, decide what your revenue goal is going to go for, map out a plan to get there, uncomplicated as possible, and then go for it. Don't think that you're going to get there with it by learning a new strategy or switching coaches or buying another program or any of that, okay? You probably already have everything you need. You just need to really go for it at this point and get rid of that shiny object syndrome. Stop looking over the fence and thinking that things are better over there because they're not and really make this your year and just go for it. And my last piece of advice for this year is to build your email list. Really focus on that this year. See what happens if you make that a priority. By the end of the year, I bet you your list is way bigger and your results are going to be a lot higher as a result because I think the bigger your email list, the higher quality of that email list as well translates into how much revenue you have coming through the door. It's one of the highest ROI marketing activities we can do. So focus on that this year as well. So that's my take on the ins and outs for online course creators in 2024. I hope you enjoyed that insight based on what I saw happening in the industry last year and where I think we're at right now and also what I saw working with my clients. So if you love this episode, I'd love it if you could please rate and review. I'd really appreciate it. 
So thanks for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks course creators and go-getters, you're incredible and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you'd like to find out more about what I offer, head across to lewblakely.com. See you next time.